Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Basement Conversations. I'm joined here in the basement, like I am always, with two of my best friends, Jonathan Acri. Greatest in the flesh. And Makai Bushnell. Present. And we're going to be having some more conversations down here. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to be talking about a fairly new tradition that we started uh, at the house. And uh, we're going to talk about Makai's insane tipping habits when going to the barber. <laughs> uh, but first, what? we're going to start. <laughs> we're going to start off with just kind of giving an update about our week and how things went. And uh, we're going to start with JP. Ooh, I get to start. Well, that sounds good. That's what I said. My week, obviously, (laughs) my week was great. Per usual, stressed out on Monday when all my assignments are due. I was in there in the school from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., like a regular job, getting all my accounting homework done. So, Mom, when you're listening to this, yes, I got it done. Was it the best? Not the best, but oh well. Anyways, that was basically my week for the start of it. And then we played some basketball. I worked yeah, out all week. My eating habits have kind of gotten back to where they were. So kind of got to get back to calorie counting. It's just too much work. You look good, though, dude. Thank you. Like, I've been, like, noticing, like, I mean, it's not like you were fat or anything like that ever. <laughs> it's the same as the podcast. <laughs> yeah. last podcast. You, but, like, there's, like, a noticeable difference <laughs> of, like, weight loss and, like, looking bigger, right. which is... Very cool. I'll send a transformation picture. Yeah, we'll put once we get our social media up, we'll, we'll post pictures and transformation pictures and all that. That's right. Well, and then this weekend, my girlfriend Sarah came down and we hung out, and now she's actually we have a live audience for the first time. She's gonna be laughing in the background <coughs> or coughing there in the she background. Is. Shout out to Sarah <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> all right, we can move on for me. I didn't have much happening this week. Gotcha. What about you, Mikai? Uh, well, this week has been pretty busy. I had a lot of classes stuff. Mondays, I always go to class from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, and it was solid class that entire day. We were learning a lot about um, special populations and a little bit about pediatrics, which is a huge subject, but as a paramedic, you only know so much. I mean, you learn a lot when you're on the field, but when you learn it all in class, it's all thrown at you in that eight-hour period right. with a couple other things. Um, and then Wednesday we practiced everything and that was fun. You know, you go in there, a scenario, and it's like, hey, try to figure out what we making this wrong with this kid. It's a fake um, doll of a kid, but you go in and you try to figure out what's wrong. Um, and Is it one of those, like, uh, like, yeah, like high tech though? Like it's oh, squishy yeah. and I it's mean, got it's, like... it's not squishy, but if I wanted to try to intubate it, I could. Okay. Um, you could technically get a blood pressure off of it, but we didn't have somebody huh. manning the controls. Right. So I just looked at it. Did you kill the kid? Um, no, I saved the kid, but I almost killed it. Yeah, <laughs> and the instructor was right. like, you knew something, you knew kind of where to go with what was wrong, but you guessed the wrong path because you didn't go through this vital set. I forgot to take a blood sugar. Um, and so if diabetic. I took a blood sugar, the little kid would have, I would have been like, oh, I just need to give it sugar. Instead, I gave it, I was like, okay, let's start, let's, I assume drug overdose because the, the parent was clearly pretending to be kidding the the kid well, had a drug overdose? Well, the kids sometimes do because the neglect your kid can get into drugs, sure. either prescribed or not. There's there's a lot of things going into it. I don't know why I guessed the wrong thing. I meant to get a blood sugar, but when I was going through it, the yeah. kid into, instantly presented bad, and I tried to just get that. Which is probably just one of those things that just well, like slipped your mind or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. something I'm not used to. Um, how do you tell if a kid is altered when they're not even in the talking phase? Yeah. And it's learning that thing. When it's... Not a real kid, it's a lot harder because you have to vocalize a lot of things and ask a lot of questions that you normally just notice. 
Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I won't. That makes sense. And yeah. I mean, you notice it all the time. And no, whenever he's like acting weird and acting like he's about to die, you just got to give him sugar. That's right. <laughs> That's so you should have guessed it right away. Just give I him have, some Sour Patch Kids. I have just... a one pound bag of sugar just right beside my bed. I take a spoonful every night. So it's healthy. I recommend it. For I, mean, <laughs> I can start just giving it via IV for you. That would work too. <laughs> just right before I go to bed, just hook up to that IV and Dang, sugar water. 10%. Simple syrup. Uh-huh. All right, so I guess we'll move on to my week. My week was uh, relatively boring. Didn't really do much. Just wanted to work. Like JP said, we play basketball every Monday or every Wednesday and Friday. And I've been feeling good lately. Like I've been hitting shots and it's been feeling good. And uh, every Tuesday, actually, for the past three weeks and then continuing on to the next, uh, or it's a seven-week course, but every Tuesday we're going in uh, out to Bedford and like doing this bold class about real estate. And it's like... It's very motivational on helping us like make calls and scripts and being with other people and all that other stuff. So that's been happening for the past couple of weeks and it's going to continue to happen, which is fun. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and move on to... Wait, 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 hold on. I forgot to add in this week. Me and Noah have been working on a property, an investment property, uh, yeah. uh, putting on our contractor hats for this last week and actually a little bit of the week before. Um, it's been pretty sad. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I thought we had a lot of skill in this because I had Same. done a decent amount of work on housing and I had helped my father build a church basically for my whole life. So I was like, yeah, I can do this. We can put in a carpet. We can build out a closet real quick. <laughs> well, we realized... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> we can. It's it's a slow moving process. Probably one of the slower ones that we've ever had. Oh, yeah. But gotten into a few arguments over there. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> I will admit that they weren't really arguments. It was me getting mad at JP. <laughs> JP just being like, okay, this guy's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it is actually, it's really weird. Like, because we thought we knew how to lay carpet. So we made all the cuts, put them in. And then after that, we realized that we did it totally wrong. Like it was, Not totally wrong, but I mean, decent a large part wrong. of it. And the only reason we didn't get it totally was wrong, because our cuts were bad. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's true. But hey, the carpet looks fresh over there. It's in. It's good enough. Mark, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah, so we're working on the closet. Gotten some information from my padre. So hopefully we'll be able to finish that up coming soon. We'll we'll, we'll post a picture of it. We'll keep you updated. Work. Keep yeah. you updated next podcast. It's like when I we actually got it for the first time, I could not stick a vein. I there you go. Yeah. I had to be instructed on how to do it. I did it on mannequins all the time. But when you're filling a real person's vein... It's different than looking at where all the needle marks were beforehand and just sticking it there. <laughs> ah, Unless you know it's a drug addict and it's like, oh, look, perfect, right there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's move on. But yeah, Sorry if you guys it. ever need some carpet laid or a closet uh, installed, don't uh, don't hesitate to call Tuck and Roll. Tuck and Roll. That's <laughs> those what we are, call our, those are our contractor names. Tuck and Roll. <laughs> tuck and Roll, we'll get it done. That's right. Tuck and Roll. Uh, I'm Tuck, he's Roll. Yeah, I'm Roll. He's Tuck. No, no, I'm Roll, you're Tuck. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, moving on to Super Bowl predictions. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Me and JP have actually had an ongoing little bet uh, throughout the playoffs where one of us picks a team and whoever team won uh, wins a dollar. Is that a good way to? Yeah, that's, I mean, it was kind of a bracket, but instead of picking yeah. like your overall bracket team until the end, we just did it by round. So the wild card round, we each picked um, a few teams that we thought were going to win and Whoever wins gets a dollar. So basically, it evened out literally all the way until the Super Bowl, and that's so, where we're at now yeah, to zero. zero. So, yeah. but the Super Bowl was five dollars. So, my prediction: I was able to uh, win the coin toss last week. So I picked the Chiefs to win. 
Um, and I kind of want the Chiefs to win as well. I really like Patrick Mahomes and then JP as the Niners, and we'll see how that works out. Jimmy G. Jimmy, Jimmy G is going to take it all away. I, don't know. I mean, it's going to be a good game. Uh, yeah, Makai, what are your Super Bowl predictions? Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl this week? Well, the real MVP is Garoppolo. You know that. You just look at his face and you're like, he's really one at life. <laughs> of course you would look that, at his face. We're talking about football here, man. <laughs> we're not talking that about was a looks. solid joke. Um, if any ladies are listening to this question can we pause real quick what are you doing I'm so hungry right now no you cannot eat during the podcast Dang just it. put that away guys okay. hold out some kind of hazelnut he went over there and thing. pulled out a long I'll can of <laughs> at first I thought it was going to be one of those cans where like the snakes pop yeah, out I thought he was going to try to get us or something he's like you guys want some of this and that's what I was wanting so you can imagine a can where the snake pops out that's what that's what's basically Jeez. just happening. And okay. if you could hear his footsteps, you probably heard his footsteps <laughs> and is moving around. Oh, back on topic here. Back on, back topic. on the Super Bowl. Right. What is so your actual I actually think the 49ers have a good chance of winning. Kansas City Plus you have a crush they, on if, Jimmy G. If, <laughs> I mean That was laughing by Sarah Kelly. <laughs> No one else heard the voice crack until you just mentioned it. Now everyone's rewinding to that moment, and they're listening to it over and over again. Which gives us good stats. We're going to do it. (laughs) I'm all for those stats. Our whole 13 listeners that we got. Bring it up, guys. If we get to 50 listeners, we will give out a prize. Well, it's going to be a signed photo of all of us. (laughs) Anyways, to wrap up the Super Bowl predictions, JP has the Niners, correct? I do. I have the Chiefs, and Micaiah is voting. Patrick you said, you said the Niners. I, I say the Niners have the best chance, but if Mahomes does his magic and breaks apart that defense, he has a good, solid offense that can do it. And his, his, his defense on the Kansas City Chiefs is solid enough to keep um, the 49ers scoring maybe every sure. other time. And that's my man, and that's who I'm going with. Yeah, It's up to the 49ers to basically stop Patrick Mahomes from getting on the outside and making the plays that he does when he does. So when he does, 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 when he does get to the outside, he, yeah. he does what he does. He does what he does. All Make the time. it when he plays. Gets to the outside, Travis he Kelsey. Yeah. But yeah, so it's up to the 49ers defense to really contain him. And if they keep him to the pocket and get pressure in on him, then I think they can hold him. As well as the 49ers um, offense is actually flying pretty high right now. And the Kansas City Chiefs defense isn't that great. Well, yeah. So that's what it comes down for me is like looking at the. Chiefs defense. I think if the Chiefs but defense can hold, they have a them, lot of inter- injuries, right? No, I don't think that. It's just that I don't like football very well. The Niners are a very run-heavy team, and if you cannot stop the run, then you're not going to beat them. <clears throat> so if you can stop the run and force Garoppolo to throw it, then I think you you've got it in the bag. Yeah. Because Mahomes' offense, like they can go down and score pretty much whenever they want. You got to watch out for like Nick Bosa and stuff like that, and Richard Sherman. But I think they're good enough too. They have so many weapons. Tyreek Hill. Uh, Kelsey, the running back, like they have a lot of weapons, so but should as be you good. Said, the Kansas City linebackers, though, they're not that great, so it will be come down to probably stopping. It'll, yeah, yeah, it'll definitely be coming down to stopping the stopping uh, the, the offense. Yeah. On to our next topic. Uh, like I said earlier, we have a little or a newer tradition in the house: wine and cheese night, started by Micaiah Bushnell and Mariah Acri. Oh, we co- call it O W A C A. What stands for official? Wine and Cheese Association. Oh, and, wow. oh or, or better known as Organization Without a Cool Acronym. Alka. <laughs> Anyways, it's a, like I said, fairly new tradition. The classiest club or association in Lynchburg. Uh, shout out to Mariah Acri and Makai Bushnell, who's here with us. Um, 
But a <laughs> he's a whole entirely different person than the other Makai Bushnell that we have and have already introduced. Apparently, when you turn Glass Makai into Glass Makai, he becomes he comes out as a thug. <laughs> hey, this hey, wine and cheese night. Canadian, but okay. Uh, but yeah, so Makai, explain wine and cheese night and uh, what made you and Mariah want to start it. Both me and Mariah are classier people, and we like to dress up occasionally. And neither of us had very good reasons to dress up because my work is I have a uniform and um, in class I do not want to take the time to dress up for and nobody does for my class. It's, I mean, we're all EMTs, so we all have been working all the time. So anyways, Ryan and I were like, oh, let's dress up and have wine together sometimes and cheese. And so we decided to start to wine and cheese night and we invited people who don't always dress up. JP does. He always looks great. <laughs> That's right, I do. Yeah, and when he invites his girlfriend, she looks great too. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, it's actually really fun. Like I didn't, I honestly didn't think it was gonna keep them going. I thought we were gonna have like one wine and cheese night, and then two months later have like another kind of wine and cheese night. But it's actually really fun. People do dress up. We have candles. We get a lot of nice food, a lot of nice cheese, meats, uh, fruits, and we get a lot of wine. We put I'm a not fire drinking the, the wine. That is correct. JP actually has not had a sip of wine he in the Coke. entire uh, wine and cheese night association life. So only drinking soda. That's right. No Liberty <laughs> students ever attend this event. <laughs> Just kidding. Minus Jonathan, who lives here, so he has to I be there. The Liberty Way. The Liberty Way is the only way. Hashtag Gordon's great. Hashtag Liberty's better. Oh! Give me some Hashtag guys are actually allowed in girls' dorms. Am I. Never mind. That's... Hashtag that's why Liberty's better. <laughs> Overly concerned. Hashtag Gordon's sex. <laughs> I mean. What did you say just then? Gordon's sex? I don't get that. Because he's saying guys were allowed in girls' dormitories. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. This. I don't understand what he's trying to say, and I I don't want to go down that road. So This is a one-take thing, so we just have to accept whatever we do. Yeah, pretty much. Way to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> but wine and cheese night is pretty awesome, and I suggest for any group of friends or family that live in the same area to start something where you get to do something a little bit special, where no TV or phones are allowed, Stephen Acri, stop taking out your phone on Wine and Cheese Night. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a great event. I mean, we do Instagram it, but that's for our parents and other family members who are trying to make jealous that they don't live near us. It's very true. That's true. Emma, your sister, actually, I posted a picture of my story last night about Wine and Cheese Night, and we had a little conversation about it. It was nice. What'd she say? She just said, that's a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep, it is. We like well, to drink. It's but. mostly because of Steven, she Maya, us. and you. Well, yeah, we like wine. Okay, we're class A people. Anyways, she actually invited us to go to California and uh, go to wine country with her. So, Ooh. Uh, Emma, I just want to let you know that I bought tickets already, and I'm on my way there <laughs> next week, so I hope you have a spot for me. <laughs> we know you're listening because there was someone in California listening. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, we believe it in you guys. <laughs> Anyways, uh... Right before we started this podcast, we were talking about haircuts and looking over uh, Micaiah's new haircut that he just got, and it's very nice. It looks very good. Uh, but he said something interesting that caught me and JP off guard, something that I don't think I've ever done in my entire life. So, Micaiah, explain to us what that was. Okay. So, it's been like over a month since I got a haircut. Usually, a hair person just like chops it all off real fast, isn't very careful how they cut it, mm-hmm. and then kind of fixes it in the end. It doesn't look that awesome when they do that. Sure. But it's my fault for taking so long and then wanting to get their chair done in under an hour. So, you know, 
if somebody doesn't tip, whatever. But this guy took his time. He's very careful. He didn't know right away how to handle my hair. And you can tell there's a couple times where he's like, I had to make adjustments because he probably made maybe slight mistakes. And um, he also like didn't do exactly what I said, but because it would look better on me if he didn't do exactly what I said. So I decided why I was getting my hair cut in an hour past, kind of. I was like, I kind of like this guy. He doesn't make me talk. He's chill. He's real true. cool. And he generally seems like a legit guy and whatever. And I think I want to use him more often. So I was like, I should tip him good right yeah. away. And so I gave him a $15 tip on top of $18. I'm not going to do this again. I'll probably give like a $5, 10 tip depending on how he does each week. Oof. But here guys, they have to pay for their chair. They pay for their own equipment. That's true. And they have to do a little bit of studying to figure out how to do people's hair. And they got to remember you. So but here's how to help make them remember you? Give them a $15 tip right away. So they that, remember how to cut your hair. That's a good point. And I do, I do agree with tipping well if you want that person to do well for you in the future. Right? Because they know it's you. They know that you're going to tip well. And they appreciate the fact that you tipped them on last time. But I will say this. Hair... Uh, salon or what would you call them? barbers? I'll just say barbers. They make a lot of money. Because it's so? yeah, dude. I know so. I know someone for a fact that makes a good amount of money. I mean, you should see the shoes these guys are wearing. They're nice shoes. Oh, uh, I'm sure. But like, they do pay. <laughs> How for you the, tell? Legit. They pay cultures. for your product. They pay for their supplies, like their um, yeah. razors and all that stuff. And then they pay a fee for the chair. The chair once a month, and then everything else is commissioned. And it's theirs. Right. And the they tips, have returning yeah. customers. Like, Makai's going to return again, pay yeah. the $18, and give a $10 tip. You know, If he does a really good job. Right. And they have that all the time coming back. And so I know one, I'm not going to say any names, but she makes a lot of money. How like, much money? Guess. Um, like, are we talking about like a year or like yeah, a monthly? Yeah, in a year. In a year? year? I'd say $32,000. No. More than that? I'm going to say $67,000. More than that. Really? Mm-hmm. Dang. I guess the she makes uh, eighty. Really, she makes eighty thousand. That's a reasonable and it's probably, amount. It, that's a reasonable amount. I mean, would you ever think in your life that someone cutting hair is making eighty thousand dollars? I know people who sit on the street and beg that make more money. I know of of people. Who and where yeah. are they? Yeah. <laughs> Can I do this? If you, see, <laughs> yeah. if you see somebody like in a popular spot like Times Square who's begging just off the side, yeah, um, they probably fight hard for that spot and they probably make a good amount of money. Think about it. every every time somebody walks by. They're bound to get, on average, you 25 think, cents. You think a homeless person sitting in Times Square or anywhere in New York is look it up. Look it up. $80,000? There are some. In a year. Good beggars. Good beggars. I went to school to be a good beggar, and it was pretty <laughs> difficult. It's it's a hard school to go to. I mean, you gotta not work every, on your like, uh, The majority of them don't. Puppy dog eyes. You know, <laughs> and the police. And, the little and your stories. <laughs> yeah, I still don't believe the $80,000. I believe that it's like something maybe over a span of... 10 years or 5 years they can make $80,000 but if they're making $80,000 in one year there's no way they're still on the streets begging or if they are they got I mean I guess it's New York but I feel like $80,000 is enough to get you a nice decent place in New York Eh, I don't know I I could be wrong but anyways uh, a $15 tip is quite a lot for something that costs you $18 alright according to Google in 2013 South African study, a 2013 South African study found that beggars can make the equivalent of $18 per day begging in South Africa. A 2008 report stated that some organ beggars outside a Walmart make $100,000 per year, $300 per day. A beggar in Oklahoma City uh, makes 60,000 per year or $30 per hour average. I don't 
Dang. That's so interesting to me. That's like, pretty it, crazy. It makes sense. Like, I'm sure there's some people out there that, like, here, here's a 20 bucks. That's yeah. all I have. Here's 10 bucks. That's all I have. They Like, there's probably those really generous people that gave, like, $100 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But making $60,000 just sitting on the street asking for money? <laughs> I think You're in the wrong I'm career. In the wrong career, dude. Like, what the heck? I'm not giving money to anybody. No more. I know. It's it's like, like, you make more. You're making you more than me. Money. Money. Yeah. What, what's in the jar? <laughs> I'll take so, that. Go so, back and get in your BMW. Here's and drive us asking for your support. Yes, <laughs> just, we're beggars. Just a dollar or two. A dollar we a day. Cash app. Um, who wants to put up their cash app for? For donations just, to keep uh, our podcast going. I'll unfortunately put up my and I'll take this burden. <laughs> it's NWK nineteen ninety eight. Okay. Feel free to send me any types of money. We <laughs> do spend money on this podcast. We bought a mic to get it going. We use a computer. We pay for a hosting site. And we want to be able to make better um, equipment, do better research, give you guys some time, make just put more effort into it. So if you want to donate a little bit. Your ear is all we're asking for, but if you want to give a little bit more, just patron us a little. Just like a finger a or a toe. <laughs> you know, maybe <laughs> not. An eyeball. An eyeball would be Remember, nice. if you donate a dollar or more, you'll get a mention at the end of the podcast, and if you donate $5, you'll get a mention at the beginning of the podcast and the end. That's right. And $10, you can get a subject put on the podcast. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I like this. I like we didn't this. discuss it, but I like this. <laughs> Become and, a Patreon subscriber. We don't have a show, Patreon, but all you got to do is I just mean, spend money. Yeah, I'm the right. one who spent all the money so far, so I'm the only patron. <laughs> that's, that's true. true. We, but to prove that we're not lying, I'm going to give two free shout-outs this week. One, to Sarah Kelly, who is sleeping on the futon in the room right now. Shout-out to her. And shout-out to Levi Bushnell, our other best friend. So... Do we have any closing statements from Jonathan Acri or Micaiah Bushnell? Should be a good day. I gotta wake my girlfriend up. She passed out real hard holding a football. <laughs> so she's probably. Super Bowl ready. She's Super Bowl ready. It's gonna be a good day. We're gonna go eat a ton of food at our Super Bowl party. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, had a good week. It was great talking to you guys. Hope you enjoyed. Okay. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Let's go upstairs. As am I. Uh, we're heading upstairs now. Boom. <laughs>